Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Reminding you why we all love living in coastal Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. Appreciate you joining us. And wow, you had to enjoy that conversation with George Slogan. A living legend, literally a living legend here in coastal Mississippi, a walking history book to have him as the chair of the 125th anniversary celebration for the city of Guppwart. What a great fit that is. Perfect selection for for uh, for Mayor Hughes to to take Billy, excuse me, George and ask him to lead that. And uh, as he and I were chatting during the break, this is something that George and I should do more regularly is talk about some of the history and how these dots connect and why we are one coast and how this uh, melting pot of people from all over the world have made coast of Mississippi such a special place. It is our it is our special sauce, that is for sure. But I really enjoyed catching up with my stalwart leader friend. What a, what a, we're so lucky to have him. A living legend, George Logal. Okay, now let's uh, shift gears and move over to someone I have a lot of admiration for. We stay very much in touch with each other. But it's JT Mitchell. He's a news director at Super Talk Mississippi News and someone that I really enjoy having regular communication with. How you doing, JT? Hey, Ricky. Thanks for having me on again. So it's a busy time for Super Talk. Uh, incidentally, if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, go to supertalk.fm, supertalk.fm, follow the prompts, sign up for the newsletter. You'll be glad you did. The team at Supertalk is doing an incredible job. They're not just supplying news for the stations that are part of the Supertalk Mississippi media family, but also you know many other stations that are part of these networks that we have. And... Uh, it's just, it's incredible what Steve what Steve has built at this company Steve Davenport and Kim Dillon but it's a but right now for the news team it is a busy time because you got the political season and trying to sort through all the <laughs> lies and innuendos that get told along the way and the role that the uh, programs are playing to sort of sort through all of that and then you have the Neshoba County Fair that's underway Lord man it's a busy moment for you guys isn't it. It's super busy. Um, yeah, so thank you for that shout out. I do recommend anybody um, who isn't familiar, go to supertalk.fm, read our content, um, sign up for the newsletter if you please. I was actually having dinner with somebody last night and I didn't know they had signed up, but they said, hey, we signed up for the newsletter and we got our first recap of the week last week and they loved it. Uh, it's hard hitting stories. Uh, the stories that really matter all in a one-stop shop. But one thing they said that I took as a huge compliment was they were surprised at how objective every single article was. Yes, um, we work for a media company, which means down the hall, we do have massive studios where hosts like you and others can go to express their opinions. They're allowed to take those headlines and say what they think about them. 
my news team, man, we are as objective as can be. I would even put us on the line as the most objective newsroom in the state. If you listen to our news blips that air on the affiliates, no opinions. If you read our content on the website, unless it has an opinion tag up at the top about the categories, objective. And that's something we really pride ourselves on. So super. Well, I'm proud of you too. You know, as a former publisher who has have watched uh, you and your team work, I've watched closely. I'm very proud of you. And you know, you and I've had this conversation before. You know, I think that every news organization in the state plays a role. But what's happened is newspapers have have really had challenges uh, because the revenue model for newspapers has has really gone to hell in a handbasket. To be quite honest with you, and what that means then is that they're they don't have the resources they used to have. Like at the Sun Herald, I think they have like maybe five people, maybe five people mm-hmm. left in their newsroom. When I left there in two thousand and seven, they had uh, about fifty people in the newsroom. So with that, what's happened is you've had the nonprofit newsroom like Mississippi Today that are funded by, unfortunately, they're funded by people who have a political agenda. And uh, so they provide their news and content for free for newspapers to run. And so newspapers, you know, they they run it. So you're not always confident that the news and information you're getting from newspapers anymore is unbiased. I mean, it's supposed to be a driving uh, principle of journalism, but you're not, you can't be confident that it is being done unbiasedly. What's interesting is that Supertalk generally leans conservative. Everyone knows that. At least a couple of the programs do. Not all the programs do. In fact, that's very true, actually. The news organization is incredibly independent. So what I would say is that news programs, the news, excuse me, the programs, the regular programs create a great template for leaders to go and say what's on their mind. And we're able to mine those, those, those shows and create content. It's a very unique situation that if anybody important has something to say in the state, they go to Super Talk first and we can mine those. And it's so ironic to me that we would end up saying of Supertalk that if you really want to get sort of an unbiased, objective view of the news, then supertalk.fm is the place to go. And more and more people are starting to figure that out, aren't they? Yeah, the readership is great. Um, And I may sound like a broken record player, but I'm going to continue to be that broken record player until it's into people's heads that If you look at other examples like Fox News or CNN, I challenge you to go read their digital product. Um, They will use interviews, like you said, they will mine interviews from their shows. And their articles are typically pretty objective and pretty um, just facts. But if you go turn on your TV, you're going to see people taking those facts and trying to twist them and saying what they think, how it aligns with conservatives or liberals or whatever the case may be, um, it's really just how it works. And I'm very grateful that we do have that resource that we can take what they want to say, but also be as objective as possible about it. Yeah, what's what's interesting, let's take Paul Gallup, for example. 
um, Paul Paul may have a conservative point of view, but he he's fine bringing Democrats on this show. He's he's fine bringing leaders of all stripe on his show. And if for people who consistently listen to his interviews, Paul's not going to necessarily toe the party line. He's going to say what he thinks, and he does his homework, and he's going to give people generally a fair shake. And uh, as a result of that, when you have someone who has a sort of an alternate point of view they want to express, they're not afraid to come on Paul's show because they're going to Paul's going to have a respectful conversation, maybe maybe even a debate about it. What that does though is it creates incredible content for you and your team to be able to mine from it. So you're not always just getting one point of view, and and it's say you know in the polarized world that we're living in, when there when there's a discussion, for example, about healthcare in Mississippi, you got all these different voices that are in part of that, and and then cumulatively over time, what you're able to tell is a story that is a, a relatively very, very deep uh, discussion of what the challenges are and what some of the possible solutions might be. And that's what Super Talk brings to the table. And as a former publisher who's been deep into this stuff, I'm super impressed. Well, thank you. I mean, at the end of the day, um, our host, yes, they talk about the headlines, but they are also entertainers at the end of the day. At the end of the day, my newsroom, we don't necessarily have to go out there and be talk radio hosts. Our job is to provide the facts in a short clip um, as well as an, an in-depth article. Yes. So go to supertalk.fm. Listen, with SEC days hap- that happened recently, you know, again, you, the sports side of our operation, man, those guys are beasts when it comes to covering the story. I don't yeah. know that any other collection of radio stations anywhere in the Southeast Conference can own it the way our guys owned it. Uh, they are good, aren't they? Oh, they're fantastic. Uh, Richard, Borky, and Haydad do a great job. And I listen to sports radio, national, Mad Dog, CBS local ESPN, but I would put our three to six hour on the network sports talk Mississippi up against anybody. They do a fantastic job. Um, and the news team also does a great job covering post game recaps, um, press conferences and stuff like that. The, the sports portion of super talk Mississippi, which has this company has been grateful. And I mean, uh, lucky enough in the past to uh, air games from every school in the state is amazing here. It really is. And then we have these uh, opinion thought leaders that we're developing across across the state. You've got uh, wonderful contributions that have been made. Coach Young Professionals, for example, with their next up column. I, I, I just think they're hitting that out of the park and others. It's, it's pretty exciting to see what Super Talk Mississippi News is doing. And um, it's an interesting world that we live in. And as you and I have discussed before, Super Talk is not just a a group of radio stations anymore. It's a multimedia company that has to hit on multiple digital platforms from YouTube to Facebook to all your favorite podcasts to sort of the digital written word to having sort of the Supertalk app. And man, the list goes on and on. They built this multimedia company that is built to last. And incidentally, on top of that, it's built an digital advertising uh, part of our business that is second to none that is 
that is thriving under uh, the uh, leadership of a guy by the name of James Wynn. It's just incredible what this company has done. Hey, when we come back, I'm actually interested to hear what the latest, what what uh, JT's latest thinking is on Twitter and threads and all these other conversations that we're having today. We'll see you after this break. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. Listen, if you're a regular listener, you know that I came from the digital media side of the of the equation. I was a newspaper publisher and then helped launch new companies around digital media. Uh, digital news and learned a lot about social media and learned a lot about how algorithms work and so I've had you know I've had entire shows and I brought experts into the discussion about this so I'm I'm always intrigued to read almost every morning about the evolution of of social media especially you know all the sort of you know I don't know I don't think accurate interpretations of what Elon Musk is up to these days, and um, you know, the launch of Threads, and so many people on the liberal side of the equation wanted Threads to be so successful, and they made it easy to sign up for Threads. That's the bottom line. It went up to 100 million, and uh, my read—I signed up. My read on it is it's incredibly boring. It's nothing more than Instagram with words, and still pretty pictures, but still words. And the the way that they the the way they engagement happens or algorithms are terrible. It's, you can't search very easily. It's just not going really well. And meanwhile, Twitter just keeps doing what they're doing. Now, I know pe- people have been on Twitter as well. Twitter, they're not, people who are regular Twitter users are not happy with a lot of the changes that Elon Musk has had. Uh, they've reduced their, you know, their business costs on labor for more than I think a billion dollars or some ridiculous number like that. And um, what it means is they've, they've hit some technical issues along the way, but they're focused on building a super app like WeChat in China where they can do everything, including payments, etc. And that's why they changed their brand, brand to X. But what's your read on all this, uh, JT Mitchell? I think you have two sides of the argument here. I think Elon Musk is a big idea guy. Um, and X has been an idea of his since the 90s. He He's got SpaceX. He tried to convince PayPal to turn into X when he was there. And when he acquired Twitter last October for $44 billion, he was open. He said, this is the first step for me in creating my super app. But then on the other side of the coin, you have people like me who have used Twitter um, for 17 years, and it's changing the hallmark bird is slowly getting phased out. They're trying to make you pay for verification. Um, they're messing around. They're changing it. And people sometimes are very reluctant to change. And so there's a lot of good that could come out of this, but there's also a lot of bad that could come out of it. Could yeah. fail, could succeed. I think one of the most important things, just from a publisher point of view, now people say that when you talk about First First Amendment, 
and free speech, that um, it only means that their political arguments are the free speech they're talking about. They don't want to hear the other side. And so they they want to they want to make this very much an argument about how Twitter has enabled the crazy people on the right to be able to speak. But the algorithms were really we know this. We know, we've learned this now. The algorithms were literally built to diminish conservative voices and 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 the liberal side of the equation kind of like that. And now it's a little more balanced. There may be some craziness too. Uh, and people generally don't like that. And the Twitter files have been something else. I don't know if you've uh, kept up with them, but Matt, I think you pronounce his name, Tybee. He yes. used to work for The Stone. He's a very good journalist. Um, he's been leading the charge on that with Elon. And it has showed us, regular people, that algorithms were set to have a narrative and to allow certain people's voices to be bolstered more than others. And I think Elon is trying to phase that out, which if this is going to be a free speech-based country, that's probably a good thing. Um, But a lot of the changes that are going on currently, we're just going to have to sit back and see how it works out. What we're finding, though, what's interesting, what we're finding is that people don't want to move from one platform to the other, they they you know like it or hate it. They wanted they're going to be engaged in Twitter because they 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 like the way that you can search on Twitter. Twitter they like the way they can look at trending topics on Twitter. Mm-hmm. All these these Twitter functionalities that are algorithm driven that require unbelievable code over many many years. Um, again, they're tweaking a lot of that. People don't like it, but they don't. They're not you know they may be on Threads, but they're also still on Twitter. Now, some of the engagement on Twitter went down initially because, again, if you were in Instagram, you could easily just push the button and sign up for threads. It's hard to undo it, by the way, once you get on it. But their engagement jumped up real high the first two or three days, and then it nosedive after that because go, go do a search threads boring, and you won't believe how much has been written about how boring threads actually is. So, so most experts say People who are on Twitter, it you, you know, even if they hate Twitter, it's hard to get them to move to another another platform. They're they're going to eventually come back to Twitter, and that's happening. Well, that's why Twitter has been so successful. Um, it's got 450 million monthly users, active users, but it's been so successful because it's a great mix of being the modern day press release, of uh, being a source for videos, trending news, as well as uh, you know memes and silliness and other stuff like that. It just has it all. Um, and so I personally will be on Twitter or X until I feel like you know this is just messed up. I need to get off, but I may never come to that. We'll see. People will be reluctant. I think it'll get better from here. That's what I think. I think a lot of changes initially shocked people, but it'll get better from here. JT Mitchell, news director for Super Talk Mississippi News, has been a pleasure to catch up with you. I gotta have you on more often. I know I say that regularly, but we're gonna have you on more often. It's been a pleasure. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.